This podcast is part of the Garnet Media Group Podcast Network. Garnet Media Group is a partnership between the student-run media outlets at the University of South Carolina. Find out more about Garnet Media Group's podcasts and other student work on garnetmedia.org. y'all welcome back to this week's episode of culture jam i'm zoe your host as always uh this week i have an interview coming up with a band called the third floor they're a local band here in columbia they're pretty new i believe they're all freshmen and they just performed their first uh show i believe last week at southern belly barbecue so i'm glad to have them here welcome to the show you guys thank you for having us thank you so much (laughs) of course do you each want to introduce yourselves and what you do in the band uh so i'm nick I play lead guitar and I sing. I'm Ryan, I play rhythm guitar and I sing. I'm Kufo, I sing and I help with the promotion lights and all that stuff. Awesome. Um, I like to start out every uh, episode asking what you guys are listening to recently. What's on your playlist right now? Yeah, let's see. What are we listening to? I've been listening to uh, a lot of Beatles. Yeah. Tons of Beatles. (laughs) Classic. Beatles. I've been listening to some Japanese funk jazz fusion from the 70s. Okay. That's, that's for another time. <laughs> a side note. Um, what else? I, uh, I listen to a lot of John Mayer, um, a, lot of, a lot of acoustic driven stuff. I'm one in these. I like yeah. Tyler, Frank, and Rex. Those are my I've been listening three. to a lot of Frank recently. <laughs> God, yeah. Well, Frank that's goes- a lot of. That's a lot of different types of things that you guys just said. Well, okay, so to get into it, how did each of you like get into music? What are your kind of backgrounds with it? Um, I got into music when I was really young. I started playing piano around age six. Um, and I did that on and off throughout like most of my life. But I really got into it when junior year in high school, I picked up a guitar and started teaching myself to play and sing. Really, junior year of high school? Yeah. Dang. Wow. You want to go? I'll go. Um, yeah, so I I had some piano lessons when I was a kid, uh, same as Ryan, but I never really stuck with it. And then um, I got a drum set for my 10th birthday and uh, learned to play those and then um, picked, up, picked up the rest of my instruments in the last couple of years. COVID did a lot. I uh, started producing, started playing guitar. Um, and uh, by the time I got to college and met these guys, we just kind of yeah. got something going. So uh, I fell in love with music like in 2017 after Flower Boy. And then <laughs> I want to say I started singing on and off last year. And then I got here. They had a band going. And I was like, hey, can I join? And they were <laughs> like, yeah, let's do it. And so, yeah. That's cool. How do you all know each other? Uh, we are roommates. This is the room. This is the room. And he across our residence hall. We met him the first first day we were here playing pool. Yep. That's awesome. How did you guys kind of get to be a band? It just happened. Yeah, I mean, Great it just question. happened. We we me and Ryan first first night of college when we got here, um, he he noticed me in a crowd, recognized I was like tapping on my shirt or something. He knew I was a musician and he came up and talked to me after our little floor meeting. And uh, I took him in and showed him my little studio setup I had in my room, and we recorded some songs yeah. like that night. Uh, we weren't we weren't roommates at the time. We, we both, were. We both had different roommates, but 
the the stars aligned. Yeah. <laughs> now here we are. Do you guys uh, all live on the same floor? Is that where the name came from? Yeah, the third floor. Third floor. <laughs> Believe it or not. Which dorm are you in? Uh, Capstone. Oh, I lived in Capstone last year. Uh, no way. Yeah. Yeah. He's in Kula. He's a he's across the road. Yeah, I'm second floor. So second. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, we can't. We don't talk about that though. Second and the third floor. Um. But yeah, I mean. Sorry, I had a brain fart. <laughs> you, we we really. I mean, I I knew you played music and you yeah. could jam a lot. And um, the guy who lives just next door to us is the bassist, Neil. And Neil would come hang out with us, but he he didn't play anything yet. He dabbled with guitar a little bit. He I think he took a class yeah. in sophomore year of high school. But um, I, I told him that I would want to teach somebody how to play bass. And I gave him my bass guitar to like just mess around with and showed him the basics of how to hold it and stuff. And he already knew the rest of it from right. guitar yeah. class. I mean, he just right away, away, right away. He was, yeah, he figured it out in like five minutes, started playing and we were like, man, stick with it. That's awesome. <laughs> That's dope. From there, we, uh, we knew the drummer. That's our sweet mate. Yeah. And um, we just kind of kept, kept going at it. Yeah. Kept learning songs, practicing. Are you guys all pretty good friends, like outside of the band? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. I would say so. these are like the only people I hang out with. <laughs> what do you think? As as you've been like working together as a band, is there anything that you've learned um, that is like important to kind of help you guys like work together creatively and like uh, I guess just produce and like stay har- harmonious between each other? I guess. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think it's a lot. I hadn't really played with other people that much going into going into school and a lot of it's just spending the time sitting down and it's whether it's writing a song learning a song or just jamming as long as you're playing with other people you're going to build up that chemistry and I think we've just had enough time to yeah sort of get it we do just we spend a lot of time just like playing I mean we we keep our guitar plugged in I mean, we, yeah, we've it's... got instruments all over the room, so we just uh, whenever pick up something and start playing and somebody else will join us. And I don't know, what, what have we learned? What have we learned? What have we uh, learned? I mean, we're mostly like, none of us are really like that stubborn to the point where we won't, we won't listen to each other. So if anybody has an idea, we give it a shot. If it sounds better, we'll be fun with it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely important. Um, how long have you guys been playing together? Like when did the band kind of form or start to form? I would say we, yeah, we had this little thing called the Battle of the Bands. Um, at the Cougar Center. Yeah, at the floating docks of the Cougar Center. That, uh, <laughs> but uh, a friend of ours that we met, uh, he was he was playing in a band. Do you know Bull Street Garage? Yeah, I do. Yeah, so Josh, the, the front man, I think. Well, um, I think he plays keys, doesn't he? Oh, maybe. We didn't get to go see him the other yeah. night. But uh, yeah, he he shot a text to Nick saying we have this little battle of the bands thing going on and we didn't have any songs in our set. So we just sat down and learned four and spent like a month or so just like really getting the chemistry together and then played that. But that was, I'd say once we heard about battle of the bands, that was when we actually started taking this seriously i hadn't really thought about it but i don't think that this last gig would have gone so smoothly if we hadn't had the battle of the bands yeah like yeah figure it out beforehand and then 
because when we did this one, we had two weeks to prepare from this one, from the time that we found out that we were doing it to the night we performed. It was, it was like two weeks and it was a hectic two weeks. Yeah, it was a <laughs> busy two weeks. Yeah, but we, yeah. we had to up the set list from four songs to 12 songs. But that was the best thing they could have done, though. Yes. It was the same four songs over and over again. <laughs> we're getting uh, tired of them. That's... But not all. Not all. Not all. Not all. <laughs> Do you guys play mostly covers? Or you've been writing your own stuff a lot, or? Um, me and Nick, we both write. Uh, I, I've been writing. Writing's like my, probably my favorite thing to do, um, especially over over quarantine. I really got into the writing aspect of music, um, and we, I think we did we did four originals on our twelve song list. Um, and we'll either like sit down and write something or somebody will come with an idea and we'll kind of flesh it out in full band setting. Yeah. I would say our goal is like, obviously, you know, keep with the covers, keep the fans happy, but then build their own fan base and that be to a point where our originals are all we play. We're hoping to release some stuff soon. We were trying to record some, some uh, one of our originals the other night. Um, we got a little track going. I don't know if it'll be the, the final product or not, but um, but yeah, we're trying to get some stuff out on streaming platforms and everything so we can get a little bit of a following there. And uh, hopefully that helps with, you know, getting live shows and everything and both kind of go hand in hand. So hopefully we'll have some stuff out on streaming platforms pretty soon. Yeah, definitely looking forward to that. When you guys perform, what's some, what are some of your favorite songs that you like to perform, whether it's like an original or a cover? Start by Smash Mouth. <laughs> I know it's like a joke, it's like a meme song, but like the crowd went crazy when they figured out oh. what song it was and everybody sang along. So. Yeah. He, <laughs> when we were trying to think of the 12 songs that we want to do, he said, I'll start by Smash Mouth. I'm like, sure, yeah, Nick, yeah, definitely, of course. But then we listened to it, learned a couple of the parts and did not stop playing it for yeah. several days. <laughs> it's a classic. Yeah. When it comes... Our neighbors were a little bit tired of hearing home bun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, tired of hearing us in general. Yeah. <laughs> it helps that we're that we're not terrible. Yeah. <laughs> we're. Are the rest of the people on your floor supportive of Actually, yeah, yeah really, everybody is really supportive. And floor two, we've we've put them through hell. <laughs> But I mean, they are—they're really nice. They—they're too nice. They made we've up. got a—we've got a couple notes that they—they they left us up there. Oh, that's um, sweet. Yeah, they break a leg at your gig. Uh, just yeah, I mean, they've been more than more Please than kind. Playing we definitely—we definitely got a good community around. Very supportive of what we're doing. Everybody seems to be uh, pretty on board with it, even though we're pretty loud sometimes we're always trying to stay respectful of quiet hours and when 10 o'clock hits every night we're like all right no more music but <laughs> but uh yeah we're pretty lucky to have you know i don't know it's just good people around us. yeah really good people yeah i think it definitely makes it easier for like any sort of project especially creative to have that like support system and you know have the people if, from the community if there's one person like completely opposed to it and like you guys need to stop like that could bring it all down yeah but everyone's been very supportive that's great has there been any like uh, what's like the biggest obstacle kind of of like getting you guys selves going as a band whether like performing or writing or anything like that i would say it's a place to practice yeah because that's the only thing that keeps us from 
continuing to progress and progress. Yeah. Two hours, you can't expect people to be okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> Every night. We were, the week before, the week leading up to the, the gig that we just did, um, for every weeknight that week, we would come home and when all five of us were back, we'd have like a band practice where we'd all sit down and say, all right, let's figure out what songs we're doing okay on, which ones need some work and run through those. Um, and it's just very repetitive and loud. So <laughs> it's, it's kind of like, we're having a good time, but we're not so sure the people on that side of the wall are having a good time. So. <laughs> yeah, so. I imagine. I feel like dorm life is already kind of hectic and loud. And yeah, especially can... with exams coming up, people need to study. I just Damn. semester just started. I just like, had an exam. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I had an exam this morning, too. <laughs> <laughs> He's a music major. He wouldn't hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> what are y'all's majors? Well, you just said his, but. Uh, I'm a I'm music industry studies. I'm business, sports and entertainment, for obvious reasons. <laughs> Do you guys want to like, um, I guess, long term, like work in the music industry and stuff like that? Yeah, that's that's definitely at least a goal of mine, and uh, I'd love to have these guys on board with it. I personally, I I'm not sure what I want to do in the industry, but I definitely want to be play some sort of part in the music industry. Um, and yeah, I think these guys well. are pretty much, yeah, you guys on the same page. We love, love playing instruments. It's the culture, performing. it's the people, it's the genre. Yeah, it's, there's a lot of, you meet a lot of genuine people in that sort of field. Yeah. Are you guys, what, where are you originally from, if not Columbia? I'm from Miami, Florida. I'm from Connecticut. And uh, I'm from Atlanta. Wow, so you're all out of state. Yeah. <laughs> What has it been like uh, coming to Columbia and kind of starting to like find your place in the community and adjust to like the different culture and stuff like that? Warm. <laughs> Cold. <laughs> Pretty much the same for me temperature wise, but it's been, uh, it was a bit of a culture shock. Yeah, culture shock almost. It was, it was crazy. Like coming out of high school, you know, some of the things to expect going to college, but really it's just like it's a whole nother thing to actually go and be there and um I'm, I'm just very glad that i was surrounded by such cool people and yeah. uh we've got such a great thing going on um but yeah moving i mean it's only about a four hour drive from from atlanta for me but definitely very different here yeah but I, I love it i took a i took a gap year um so I just, I just worked last year and continue working on music, but I think that was, if I had come straight from high school into this environment, I feel like it would have been a lot more overwhelming than it already was, but it would, yeah, it was, I mean, this, you go here, it's, it's a, it's a pretty, there's some good people, there's a lot of tall people, <laughs> a lot of tall people, maybe you're just short, no, no, no. <laughs> but it's it, the best things being surrounded by like, like-minded individuals, absolutely. Yeah. How do you feel that, um, what kind of role do you feel like music has played in your life, like, throughout just kind of to coming into the person that you are and, like, where it's taken you and how it's affected, like, other aspects of your life, I guess? Gave me a purpose. I mean, like, I, I've always loved playing music. Like, I was playing piano mainly, but, like, once I started 
singing, playing guitar and writing songs, I felt like, okay, this is what I want to do. Yeah. Rather than like what I should do. Yeah. I mean, or what like I'm being told to do. Exactly. <laughs> I'm with you. I, music has always been a big thing for me as long as I can remember. I mean, I, my parents had music on around the house 24 seven when I was a kid and I just really had uh, a love for music all the way up until I started playing instruments myself and then it became a whole nother thing. And now I spend most of my time, well, maybe not most of my time, but a, a good, good portion of my time practicing and, and playing and writing. And yeah, it's just a great, at least, at least most of our free time. And it's a, it's a good thing to, to have to bond with people. I mean, I'm sure me and Ryan would have ended up being friends anyways, yeah. if neither of us played music, but it definitely, that was the first thing we connected on and, and music's really yeah. formed a lot of the friendships that, that I have around USC. Awesome. I've been to like express myself and like being like the most, I guess, inexperienced in the group, being able to perform with them and keep pace and, <laughs> and just being in the moment with them. It was really cool. It was a great experience, and I, I want to keep doing that as long as I can. Yeah, it's fun. Really fun. How did you guys feel about your first show? What did that feel like? Absolutely incredible. Couldn't have gone better. Yeah, we did not expect the kind of reaction that we got. The was... hours leading up to it were like the end of the world. Yeah, everyone. It, yeah, it got stressful. And this, I so we ran sound through these speakers uh, that we that. I've had for years, I've never actually used them for a live performance before last week. And I wasn't totally sure that we were gonna be able to wire everything up and, <laughs> and get the technology working properly for us to, to get the show going. And um, it was, last Friday was pretty stressful and tensions were high before we had the show. But I mean, the play, yeah, I mean, right after we played, it was like, wow, that was incredible. Everything just went so well. And there was a great turnout. And yeah. not only a great turnout, but the people who were there were like, listen, enthusiastic. They were listening. Yeah. They were excited to be there. There's a lot of fan engagement on their end. It was, it was awesome. It was awesome. Very fun. Yeah. That sounds cool. I wish I could have made it, but I heard very good things from people that were there. Uh, what do you think is the most like rewarding part of being musician between like performing live, writing, just like working together, just whatever. Yeah, the I most think, rewarding part. I mean, I think they all have their own rewards. Yeah. Like there's a there's such a difference between like the kind of rewards that you get from writing something and like getting all your I don't know, thoughts getting emotions, getting all your thoughts and emotions out and then the feeling of playing live and especially playing our original songs. I think that it At all, least for me, it was the most rewarding part. Yeah, it all plays into each other. So each moment just gets better and better if you were able to take it to the next level. I think, I'm, so the most rewarding part of it is, I mean, a lot. I think a lot of people, and you guys would probably say, like, the most rewarding part of it is, like, the end of the show, and everybody's like, yeah, it was so great. And, like, that's awesome. That, playing the show. For me, that's number two. Playing the show, playing the show is good, but... I really think that the most gratifying thing about playing music as a whole is just jamming. Yeah, jamming's just <laughs> incredible. Playing, playing, playing any instrument and making noise that sounds good with what somebody else is doing 
and those two things kind of like joining together to make a bigger thing. I mean, I was telling these guys that uh, when, when we were up there, we weren't just like five guys, we were one band. And, and that's, I think my favorite thing about music is jamming because there's just nothing else like playing an instrument with a, a group of people and everything sounds cohesive. It sounds like one big idea, one band, you know? Um, I guess, do you feel like music is a good way to kind of like connect with other people, whether it's just like yourselves or like the people you perform with and stuff like that? I mean, it like one of the, one of the best parts of the show, I think was after we were done, probably like 30 minutes after the set was over, uh, the Bull Street Garage guy, uh, Josh picks up the bass um, and he just starts playing. And then we all kind of ran back and picked up our instruments and he was just playing a bass line and we started jamming over that and I think that that's the best way of communication that I can experience and like I mean we do it we do it all the time but like when you're just when you're playing something and playing off of somebody it's almost like a call and response it's almost like you're talking to them yeah absolutely I think that was I mean the show was fun everything we had the jam was afterwards fun, but we we had a little jam session afterwards we even had a couple people from the crowd who played instruments we had them up and and we said come play with us like come jam and that was just awesome. yeah that, that was, was amazing that, oh man yeah that was really fun times so if someone like walks away from one of your shows what do you kind of want people to leave like thinking or feeling about you guys someone walks away how well, dare they are these are, <laughs> do you mean like at the end of the show yeah like afterward i can't wait to see that's what i really want yeah a fan base that's loyal you can't ask for more i just want people to enjoy what what we're doing and if they do and i i i mean that's the goal at the end of the day i i do music i say do music i play music i make music all of it's really just because it's what i love and i really do it for myself but the special thing about performances is that it's no longer just for yourself you're up on a stage in front of a crowd and those people are getting to experience live music for the night. And um, all, all I really hope for is that they leave thinking they had a good time. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing better than, than leaving and thinking, yeah, that was, that was pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. When it comes to uh, like writing music and producing original songs and stuff like that, um, what is kind of like your creative process like? Good question. Um, I, I write a lot of, I write a lot of lyrics and it's usually, I, yeah, I write kind of darker, darker lyrics. It's usually getting stuff out that is kind of like bottled up in there. And I don't know, I'll sit down. I usually take the pen to paper approach and I'll sit down with, uh, my guitar and a pen and just kind of work through something and sometimes it'll come out with garbage and sometimes it'll come out with like a quarter of a song that we can work on yeah ryan's really good with lyrics i i really love like all of your songwriting dude yeah, and um my my specialty is more the production and sound design and and melodies and such i i don't usually write lyrics to a song until i have an entire track finished and then i'll write lyrics over that record it and then the whole thing's done it's a song at the end of the day and so me and ryan have very different yeah it's like uh, <laughs> uh creative processes but at the end of the day um 
we've we've got a good thing going on with the band. I do think we need to figure out more like what we're going to do to to write stuff as a group because right now it's a lot of me and you writing stuff and bringing it to the group and yeah. writing some stuff. But I think we should figure out some ways to to get everybody involved in the in the writing process, yeah. whether that's musically or lyrically or whatever. Just yeah. Um, is there any specific like sound or like I guess genre or vibe that you guys are kind of shooting for? I don't think we have that just yet. No. <laughs> Still figuring that out. We're I. I mean. I mean I. So I. I've always. Some of my biggest inspirations, like before I started playing with these guys, was Ed, Ed Sheeran. I was always a huge fan of, uh, like James Bay, the kind of singer songwriter type stuff, and that's always what I did. Um, but that's only so limited to a person and a guitar. So coming, coming together with a full band, it's kind of turned into like more of a indie rock thing almost. Yeah, I'd agree. I think we haven't really figured out what, what our sound is yet. I mean, we, as far as recording and, and producing songs, we've only got one real song so far and it's still just in the, in the demo stages, but um but yeah i'd agree with ryan it's definitely headed towards the indie rock uh genre i'd say but we're not limiting ourselves yeah we might not stick to that i mean you never know what you'll hear from us we could anything a screamo album (laughs) yeah why not (laughs) keep it spicy yeah uh you mentioned ryan uh being a fan of like ed sheeran and singer songwriters and stuff like that is there anyone else uh that you guys each or like as a whole, uh, just artists that you draw a lot of inspiration from or kind of aspire to be more like? Yeah. I'm, uh, I need a second on that one. You guys this? <laughs> I got mine, you got yours? I mean, it's, it's, it's always been Ed. <laughs> to me, uh, at least like lyric wise, I would say like Steve Lacey and Rex, a little basic in the indie scene, but I can't get enough. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a huge fan of the, the indie pop stuff. I really love Peach Pit and Dayglow and uh, Alt-J. I don't know if you've heard of Slender Bodies, but a lot of these uh, alt-pop, alt-rock stuff um, are some of my big inspirations for uh, at least production. But as far as musically, I really love classics, uh, disco, funk, jazz, rock, anything like pre, pre-80s. I really just love older music. One more artist that I get inspiration from is like this little indie artist called Sumago. He only has one, <laughs> he only has one song, but it's get out of here. That's his old. That's his old Spotify. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you could uh, open up for any band or artist ever of all time, who would who would you choose? Wall Street Garage. <laughs> really? So glad we're on the same page with that. <laughs> Um, no, Bull Street Garage is awesome. I'd love to play a show with them sometime. But um, honestly, I, who would, uh, who man, would you I don't open know. for? I don't know. Backseat Lovers. Backseat Lovers, yeah. Love yeah. those guys. They're so good. I've been listening to Pool House, that song on repeat, like a lot recently. This one's called Dugout. <laughs> Pool House. Great song. Oh, that, yeah, that's an awesome song. Um, yeah, we, I feel like that's, I mean, the first song we ever learned together was Kill Me Girl. So that would be iconic to open open up for them. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. You know, 
an encore. Oh, it was, yeah. We we finished our set and they were like, encore, encore. And we were like, guys, we literally only know 12 songs. <laughs> and, and somebody yelled out, just play Kill Me Girl again. And I was just like, you want us to play Kill Me Girl again? And everybody was like, yeah. And I'm just like, okay. And we played Kill Me Girl again. Everybody loves Kill Me Girl. Yeah, it's true. Okay, so you guys kind of have a little bit of a connection with Bull Street Garage. Have you guys been able to like connect with other local artists in the area and kind of like connect with people in that way? Or are you starting I, to? I'm buddies with the guitarist in a band called Stranger Company. Um, they're mostly seniors. Uh, well, I guess he dropped out at this point, but um, <laughs> we we went to high school together. He was a senior when I was a freshman and uh, our, our school put on a, a production that year. And so me and him had played music together before. Um, and I knew he was here. He was at the show on Friday and uh, I talked to him a little bit afterwards. Um, but there's been, we're, we're not super close, but I'd love to do yeah. some stuff with them in the future. There's, there's room 12. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. They were, they played in battle of the bands with us. Um, and we were, we were on the horseshoe a couple weeks ago, just kind of like playing acoustics and jamming and they came up to us and remembered us and we were talking to that's them. Cool. Yeah. yeah. There, I feel like everyone we've met that's been in a band has been a good person. Oh yeah, absolutely. Everybody's been like, Super supportive of everybody else kind yeah. of doing it as well. I feel like there's no like territorial. Yeah. I feel like there's kind of a stigma that musicians don't want other musicians to succeed because it's a competitive thing. And although it is a competitive thing, like it's the opposite. It's Everyone's such the opposite. Everybody's always just like, yeah, come jam with us, come play with us. Everybody, it's great. It's a good community here. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree. I am. Um... Just everyone that I've met through the podcast or like I work at WSC, I feel like all the like musicians and stuff in the area are just like super down to earth and like really just really cool people. Do you know Dom, Brucey, Brucezzi, Brucezzi? The name sounds familiar. I don't know if I've met him though. He helped us out with the show a lot. Um, he helped pack down everything. He's in WSC. Um, shout out Dom if you're listening. <laughs> Maybe I'll get him on the show. We'll talk. But um. Moving forward, are you guys have any like short-term or long-term goals anywhere that you want to go with the band? Are you guys just feeling it out? Short. So yeah, let's, let's do short-term uh, goals. I was gonna say short-term goals: get some music out on streaming platforms. Long-term goals: make a living off. Sell music. out some stadiums. Oh. <laughs> now I'm playing, but I, personally, my goal in music is just to be able to make uh, a good enough living to get by. Just make money in music. That's and really do it. something that you love. Yeah, yeah it's never work. I, when we were practicing, I was never. I mean, I, I, unless it was the last day, I was never. Oh my god! I was like, cool. I get to hang out with my some of my best friends and play music. Like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is something that like, if someone mentions like the third floor, what do you kind of want people to like think about you, or what do you want people to know about you? I don't know. I want them to think of like genuine people who also happen to play music yeah because like a lot of a lot of the cool part of that performance was being able to like talk to people and not instead of we didn't just really sit there and play our set through like we were we were interacting with people people were interacting with us and i just i thought it was cool to be like kind of having that connection with everyone else 
I don't care if you like the music or not. I just want people to think that we would be fun people to hang out with. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. fair. <laughs> you know, if they like the music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, that's about all I have to ask about you guys. Um, is there anything that you want to share? Anything you want to talk about to close out? Anything? Personally, I don't. We don't. We don't have a date for the next show, or we'd we'd make a little announcement about it. But uh, follow, follow us on Instagram States. at the Third Floor Band. If, keep stay updated on uh, when our next gigs are going to be. Um, yeah. Aside from that, I don't know. I mean, you'll be hearing about us. Hopefully. 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 <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for coming on the show. Thank you for having us. Well, that was the third floor. Thank you for listening to this episode of Culture Jam. I'm Zoe, and I'll see you guys next week.